You're listening to a Living Word Family Church podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about Living Word Family Church, make sure to check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Now, on to the show. Hey, welcome to the Living Word Family Podcast. Welcome back after an extended summer break. Uh, glad to have you guys with us today, all six of you. Welcome. <laughs> um, so, Zach, what have you guys been doing over the summer? Oh, you know, just working, and it was a busy summer. We had summer scream. It was working. I was taking two online classes, trying to finish up oh, my that's degree. Right. And then at the end of summer, we went on a family vacation, so it was busy. Lots to do. Yeah, sounds like a whole lot going on. Johnny, how was vacation? It was good. You good? Where'd you guys go? D.C., Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Man, yeah. I've always wanted to go to Washington, D.C. Was it pretty cool? Yeah. Did you visit the monuments and stuff? Yeah. Got a, we did a lot of walking because we had to just walk from places Oh, for all the monuments? Yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Well, and, and just we just walked around town to get to like restaurants and stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now, did you guys stay in D.C.? Yes. Okay. Well, Which we I could guess see technically the, what is in D.C. We were so... like a block away from the Pentagon we where were... we stayed. Oh, really? And we could see the Washington Monument from where we were. I so. bet your room was bugged. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I think yeah. all of D.C. is bugged. Yeah. yeah. So you could actually see the Washington Monument? Yeah. From here? Now that's pretty cool. Now that's the, the big tall one, right? Yeah. Okay, the so spire. you can probably see that from most places. I always get that confused. I always think that's the Lincoln or whatever, but the Lincoln Monuments where he's sitting in the huge chair. Yes. yes. Washington Monuments, that big spire. And then, so you guys, so you went all over. Because are they all in one place, like all in one big area, or are yeah. they spread out over the city? No, they're no. most of them are in one area, the mall, and that's yeah, where sure. like Capitol Hill is. Uh, um, gotcha. White House is off of the mall. They have all the Smithsonian museums. Oh, all the did you go to the monuments. museums? Yeah. yeah, that was that cool. Yeah, yeah. we went wow. to the Air and Space one. Oh man, see, I was kind of disappointed though. Why? I don't know. It was they just didn't let you of, fly. Well, no, it was just sort of uneventful. I thought uh, just the way everyone hyped it up, it'd be more, but... Uneventful? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, I, I like, guess, what were your expectations? Well, my expectations... I don't really know what my expectations were, but I was just sort of let down. But they didn't down. meet it. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> why they didn't meet my expectations, yeah. because I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> uh, no, that sounds pretty cool, though. I told Ashley... Uh, as the kids get a little bit older, we are definitely taking some of those more "quote unquote" educational type vacations, mm-hmm. where we can see stuff and yeah, that's you know, go def- to Washington D.C., go to Annapolis, go to uh, not a uh, is it Annapolis? What's the naval shipyard there in Virginia? Uh, I don't know. Google it. Oh, uh, it's right it, on the tip it's like of my tongue. N- is it N word? And, and Norfolk, yes, yes. Nor- uh, Norfolk. Uh, so go there to see the Navy shipyards. I mean, just yeah. that would be so cool, so yeah. cool. So, uh, so I told Ashley that when the kids get older, we're taking some of those vacations. Yeah. That's definitely a vacation to take when your kids are older. Agreed. Yeah, like I agree. probably My when age. Grayson <laughs> is older than what Abby is now. Yeah, I would say. yeah. So yeah. when that, so when Grayson, so you got a, eight or nine. Yeah, you we got, got some time. You got some which time fine, to plan it, which is fine. We can go to our. You know, amusement park vacations and our beach vacations or whatever we end up doing. Which I'm you know, sure you don't mind. No, I don't mind that stuff. I just like, 
I've always wanted to go to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. I would love, what I would love to do, which is, I think would take way longer than the week we would normally be able to take, but I would love to go out west. Oh, like, yeah. just literally take a train out west and go visit uh, the west coast, yeah. go visit Grand Canyon, just like everything on the way out would be so, so cool. Yeah. So like you do like a Route 66 vacation yeah. kind of thing where you just travel. The, I mean, I think it would be so much fun. But that would take a long time too. So I think my mom, when she was a kid, they had family down in Arizona. So they're, I think not every year, but every couple, every two, three years, they would take a family vacation, which my mom is from a big family. She's got eight brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. So I don't know because they were her oldest siblings were pretty older i mean quite mm-hmm. a bit older right so i don't know if they would all go but they would basically all pack into a station wagon and head to arizona but literally take two weeks wow. drive out visit and drive all the way back and i'm like my goodness that would be a long trip <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's why i think it would be cool on a train if you were to take a train out because they've got I don't, I don't know and i've never i've never taken a train anywhere like as far as like a passenger train but they've got the really nice trains when you're on longer trips that have like the viewing decks the double decker oh, cars yeah. that have the viewing decks and stuff i just saw an ad the other day for now this was a train not going west but this was a train in california on amtrak that basically travels from northern california to southern california it's like a two or three day oh. trip and they stop all kinds of places on the way huh. But one of the several of the cars have the viewing decks where you can see the mountains oh, and see yeah. the I mean just and see the coastlines and just looked really really cool. That's, that seemed like a fun vacation. Yeah. My only experience with the train is taking the train into Chicago, which like, I think it was you... just the metro. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. So see, that's not really a great experience. No, that's not. That's a little different. I don't. Now I would like to take the train Amtrak up to Chicago. Yeah. Go to Union Station and hang out in Chicago for a weekend. I think that'd be a fun little trip too. But oh. see, I just I would love to take a train up somewhere, and we just haven't had the chance to do it. So, yeah. but now do they have? Speaking of trains, you guys were in D.C. Yeah. On the East Coast, don't they have that like speed rail speed those fast trains? Or did you not see I didn't any of that? See any no, I was just curious. Yeah, I didn't know. They have like, metros all over D.C. We didn't take any. We Ubered everywhere. Did you really? Yeah. You used Uber? Yeah. How was that? It was It was good. I there mean, there were some good drivers and there were bad drivers. Yeah. Now, how many were on your vacation cuz you had not just your immediate family, you had a, some a couple extended family members, right? Our grandma, 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 grandpa. grandpa. Okay, yeah. so there were 7 of you? Yes. How easy was it to get an Uber for 7 people? It wasn't. Yeah. No. We had to get two, two? different. Oh, yeah. now was it expensive? Not really. No. I like, think it was about $10 Uber a trip. On the weekends. Oh, that's not bad at all. On the weekends it was like six bucks for wow well it depended on the trip yeah because you know it's the length so that's pretty cool i think i i've never done uber but it just the whole concept to me is just pretty cool it's like crowdsourcing your taxi service it's yeah. just really really cool so yeah. kind of made me want to be an uber driver yeah, and yeah. you know what speaking of that i mean you can make a living doing that yeah. yeah that's why uber has had to restructure their business when they first started it was just kind of like a total I don't know how to explain it, but it was it wasn't like the kind business of a it is now. Thing, yeah. yeah, but right now, like Uber has to pay taxes and all this kind of stuff because of the, it's grown so much. Yeah, and they've got so many drivers that are technically in their employment. So, uh, anyway, it's just really cool. When we went to when we went our we went on vacation this summer as well, and uh, we went in June. We went we stopped in stayed a night in Na- stayed a day or two in Nashville on our way to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, uh, in the Smoky Mountains, which was. We love it out there. It's just gorgeous. Um, but we stayed. We went out to the 
um, Opry, I think it's Opry Mills. It's the big mall, one mm-hmm. of the big malls in Nashville, and uh, really nice mall. But uh, in the evening, like there were literally just lines of Uber drivers waiting for fares. Oh it was God. cool. And some of these people actually had like light up signs in their window. Yeah, and had like the car magnets. We had a lot get yeah. to let people know you're an Uber driver. Yeah. It was just yeah. it was really kind of neat. I'm like, okay, so people are taking this Uber thing and making a you know making some money off of yeah. it, making a living off of it, which is kind of cool. So yeah, some of the drivers we had, they had a little just like an Uber sticker that they put in their window. Yeah, I mean, but you can also tell if it's your driver because it shows you their license plate number. So oh, that's how you kind of figure cool. out which car. It See, is. I was wondering what kind of peace of mind kind of things that they offered. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure because because you call right for an vehicle. Uber driver or whatever, yeah. it's like, okay, what kind of person are you going to get? What kind yeah. of background checks does Uber do? Because it's kind of a crowdsourcing or open source right. kind of a platform, you got to wonder how, how what yeah, kind of steps they, they take with their yeah. drivers. So that yeah. would be interesting to find out. So, But I've never taken a new before. I was just curious. And it, so your experience was pretty good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I even thought about it. I was like, man, I could do this. When I get home, just like for it, extra yeah. cash. Yeah, I would think even in a small town, not St. Joseph necessarily, obviously, right. yeah. but, but in Champagne, or even taking people into Champagne. Right. But I figured on a weekend or a Friday night, you'd probably pick up a handful of fares. I right. would think. Yeah. You know, so, but it's also a competition thing. There's a lot of people that sign in that mm-hmm. say that they're available to drive. You know, that's less people that you'd have access to. So, yep. supply and demand. Yep. Economics. <laughs> So, anything else, uh, Zach? What else did you say went on this summer? You said you went to Summer Scream. How'd that we go? We went to Summer Scream. Summer Scream was good. It was a fun time. Had good weather. Um, the food yeah, was the good. Yeah, the weather was awesome. Food, food, food was good. Food is always good. Yeah. They had, speaking of that, a fun little story. So, Zach and I were uh, counselors this year at camp, and uh, camp went really, really well. They had some staffing changeovers at the camp, and so what they did was – um, for the kitchen crew, they actually had a volunteer group come in from Kentucky mm-hmm. to run the kitchen for the week, and it was so it was different. But it was uh, the food was still really good. The menu, for the most part, was uh, similar to what we've had in the previous years, so that was cool. But uh, one day, and I don't remember what I was doing. I was helping with something or doing something, but I came really late to supper one night mm. after I showered up came out to supper so everybody was practically done like i think they were literally getting ready to go into service yeah when i was eating supper so i got uh, i actually sat and ate with the kitchen staff the group that was volunteered that volunteered to came out uh and help so i sat with them and ate and got to know them a little bit this group from kentucky and it was cool first of all i love that southern accent it was awesome <laughs> second of all one of the gals that was helping had made bread pudding have you guys ever had bread pudding yes i had not I you had not that. but you had it at camp right yeah Okay, so the gal that made it, this was before they had it that one night after service to give to everybody. She had just made it up. And they're like, hey, uh, y'all want to try some bread pudding? And I, I, first of all, I'm not, I hate soggy bread. Like I just, that is yeah. just, to me, it is gross. And so when I think bread pudding, that's what I think. I think a giant tray of just soggy, nasty bread. And I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it smelled really good. And so I gave in and I said, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it a try. So they brought me out, they brought me out some bread selfie. pudding and I tell you what, 
this stuff was absolutely i just about passed out it was amazing so it was amazing so so good and i don't know if all bread puddings taste that way i'm assuming you there's all kinds of recipes for it i would imagine yeah but the way she made it and she didn't give me the whole thing but she basically took the the biscuits that we had used for breakfast that morning so kind of essentially day-old biscuits she cut them in half and filled them with this like cinnamon glaze or cinnamon something and put them on top and like covered them with i mean oh my gosh it was absolutely it would tasted like i don't know it tasted like this amazing like cinnamon roll kind of thing it was just so so good so that was my first experience with the bread pudding and uh i'm hoping that group comes back to work the kitchen next year at camp yes that <laughs> so was amazing it was I, really really good well, kind of like you, I never thought at all that bread pudding that I would like it. I thought, okay, this yeah. would just be a weird dessert. And I ate it, and it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you know what's also amazing is Casey's Taco Pizza at two in the morning. <laughs> I don't think it was two in the morning. Was it two in the morning? It was pretty close. Yeah. I think it was maybe one. What is this now? Oh, see, you were in bed, young one. We were. Oh, uh, was this at camp? We were up late running security. I think Zach might have been helping me with security, check some stuff out, and uh, from time to time you get a little bit of a hey, late night snack craving at camp. So sometimes the counselors will grab a bite or something. So we ended up running up to Casey's and grabbing some pizza, their taco pizza, which I'd also never yeah. had before, and that was pretty decent. So mm-hmm. it was pretty good. But uh, Zach, I thought you didn't like their taco pizza. No, I like it. Oh, okay. well. At one or two in the morning, <laughs> your appetite <laughs> changes morning, a little bit. About anything. So, yeah, but uh, but no, camp was really good. We had a great uh, our students that we brought. We actually brought a huge group at camp yeah. to camp this year. I mean, it was close to twenty students that we brought with us this year, which was awesome. That's the biggest group we've taken in a long time. Uh, the speaker was great, Joe Caminetti. Speaker Caminetti's. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Joe Caminetti Jr. was fantastic. I always in all the years that I've been to camp, and I've been to camp since since two thousand. Uh, and all wow. the years that I've been to camp, I can always tell a really good speaker. I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot of different ways to judge a speaker as far as their, you know, the content of their messages and how how energetic they are and stuff. But to speak at a camp full of basically teenagers, you know, because everybody's seventh grade through, so 12, 12 years old to 18 years old. Right. Speaking to a camp with an age range like that, at that age level, you know, it, it takes a lot to keep kids engaged in the message right so you know a good speaker if he can keep the students engaged in the message uh if they can come away from that message uh and remember and learn um you know what the the points he was trying to get across which i felt like he did a great job with the other thing as far as i'm concerned the other thing that judges a great camp speaker is how he interacts with the kids outside of the service the evening service which is where the the speaker uh, that's where he speaks. We we usually have uh, other youth pastors and youth leaders do the morning session. But the speaker during the evening service, we've had some speakers where they'll speak the evening service and you'll never see them. You'll never see them during the day. You'll never see them after service. Like It's like they're there to speak and then they kind of go off on their own, which isn't the end of the world. I mean, it's not, the, it's not a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. But I think students really engage with a speaker that they get to know outside of service. Does that make sense? Yeah. And he was all he over. Was the, you awesome. saw him all over the place yes, he during was all the games. Over. He was walking around. He was walking around during the games, checking out the games. He would be hanging out in the snack bar and the snack areas or whatever. Just, I mean, just chatting it up with kids during lunches and the different meals. When he was there, he wouldn't just stay with the camp director and sit with them. Like you saw him sitting with other kids and stuff. And it was just really, really cool. He was very yeah. 
a very good speaker. So I hope he comes back next year. So, Johnny, what as far as a camper goes from the aspect, from the standpoint of a camper, what did you think of camp this year? Um, it was good. This was my fourth year, and it was – Has it already been four years you've been at camp? Yeah. That's ridiculous. And it was probably my favorite year. Why is that? What made it your favorite year? Well, the speakers were really good. I thought you did a good job, Matt. Thanks. And I'll pay you later. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think the guy in the last morning, Thursday morning, uh, the guy from Alabama who did the missionary work in like oh, Africa yeah. and stuff, yeah. I really liked him. That's cool. He was so. one of the ones that sat with me. One, of, He was the one of the ones that convinced me to try bread pudding. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he was – the speakers were good, and the – you know, it's not all about the games, but, you know, the games were fun. They'd changed some things to make it a little better. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's just a good year. And that reminds me, the group wasn't from Kentucky. They were from Alabama. They okay. came to help in the uh, kitchen because he was yeah. with that group. That speaker yeah. was okay. with that group. So We'll fix that in post. Oh, no. <laughs> just <laughs> cut in, edit in Kentucky. So dub, dub in instead yeah. of saying Kentucky is Alabama. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it it'll sound like that. really bad. So, yeah, that's cool. So, camp was great this year. And then a couple weeks we got back from camp, we had VBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Two or three weeks after camp, we had VBS. So, it's been uh, it's been a really busy but a really good summer. VBS mm-hmm. was fantastic this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a good turnout, a good sign-up of students for that, of, of kids for that. And a lot of our youth group students helped out for VBS this year, too, which is a, I love seeing that. blesses me to see mm-hmm. that. So, our youth group students getting involved and plugging in to different opportunities in the church, which is fantastic. So, that's yeah, always really good to see. We had a lot of guests because I did. think in my group there were like two kids from this church that I knew, and then the rest were all guests. Really? And I was just like, I have to learn your names. I don't know right. any of you. <laughs> so. so that one, but did you enjoy it though? Yeah, That's it was cool. fun. Um, cool. Our group was my group was pretty well behaved because you know they're they're like the teams. They're the two teams, and then each team is split into groups. Oh right. And it's supposed to be the two leaders with just their one group, but it sort of got all mixed together, and eventually just everyone was taking care of everyone. Oh gotcha. So like my group, from what I could tell, was pretty f- well behaved, but like the other kids and the other groups, there were you know there were just the. You know the special kids. Oh, stop. well, not special. No, that <laughs> makes it all sound special. wrong. They're all special, but like specific <laughs> kids that had, you know, that sort of acted out and yeah. different. Which, yeah, and which with a big group of kids, which for us this was a huge group. I think we had seventy plus, wasn't it? I think seventy plus. Yeah, wow. around there. Uh, and you're going to get that a little bit. I mean, we're I'm hoping to grow our youth group to fifty plus kids. That's the you yeah. know when we had gosh. We had over we had over twenty students last night in youth group, which is awesome. But as you're growing, I mean, it's just you know, unless you get their families coming to church, which that's obviously a huge that's one of our yeah. goals is as students come in and hang out and get to know our church family, that they would bring their their parents and their families. Um, that that's one of our main main goals for youth group. But as our youth group grows, I mean, just I just. By the numbers, you're going to get kids that are not church kids, you know, which is fine. But the more not church kids you get because of the numbers, you're going to get a little bit more of that acting out and stuff like that. And stuff you just got to, you know, kids just have to get used to being in church and being in youth group and understanding kind of the, I don't know, I guess the format of things and whatever. And Just like you do with school. School's still starting up, so kids got to get used to that classroom 
behavior again and stuff like that and respecting teachers, respecting authority and everything. And so that's just something you got to work with and teach them. With VBS, with only being a week, you don't have a whole lot of time to do that. So. Right. But I'm glad that you volunteered. That's really cool, man. Very cool. So speaking of school, Johnny, you're starting school this week, right? Yeah. Um, if all goes well, I should be starting school the day this goes up. All school. If all goes, all well? goes well? Well, like if you get it all done in time. Oh, oh gotcha. you mean wow. if all goes well with the podcast? Yes, not if all goes well. Oh, I thought you meant if all goes well with school. I'm like, yeah. well, is something if maybe going to happen? Yeah. Or? <laughs> if the school. No. Um, so, yeah, I start monday or today so yeah it should be a half day i think just till noon and then the day you really don't know what's going on you're (laughs) saying things like all is well should be a half day you're basically just gonna get on the bus and wing it probably yeah hey but we are on my brother that's kind of what i do kind of <laughs> winging life <laughs> we are on that's it. why we haven't issued a podcast that's in a exactly while. Right. we're just kind of winging it here hey we got time for a podcast let's record it let's wing it but yeah so are you excited about it now you're uh gonna go no not freshman sophomore i'm a sophomore sophomore yes. okay that's right so how's that how you nervous about school starting excited I'm indifferent. You're indifferent. I, yeah. Which I'm we like, can tell. I'm so, not okay. nervous because I've it's, sort of gotten used to the swing of things there. Gotcha. And, like, I don't really have a problem with any of the kids because there's, like, 100 kids there and that's it. So yeah. there's, like, not much. Yeah, there's not many people that you have to worry about there. Um, so now yeah. with a school that, that that size, you'd say you probably get, you you, you know everybody and you kind of. Well, I don't like know everybody. I know but, most I mean, of their your names. acquaintances with yeah, everybody. I pretty mean, for much. the most part, even because, like the seniors and stuff. Yeah. Now, is that a hundred kids overall, or not? I'm assuming not just in your class. Yeah. Your no, the freshman. Well, it's the sophomore class now, but the freshman class last year that I was in was probably the biggest freshman class I'd ever had. It had mm-hmm. like thirty plus kids. Yeah. See, so. that's about. Um, yeah, so our high school, when I went to high school, the whole school together was about roughly 400, yeah. give or take. So it was not a whole lot bigger, but, I mean, so. My cousin, he goes to St. Malachy's, I think, in Champaign or Urbana or wherever that is. Are you is. talking about high school? Yeah. He goes to Centennial. He goes to Centennial. Okay, well. Oh, is St. Malachy's not a high school? No. Uh, Are they just a middle school, a grade school? think so i don't know I don't anything know. about it i'm just he I, go- don't know. I thought they were all i thought it was all yeah through 12 so. i don't know but i think he goes to i think it's centennial point is he goes to a big champagne high school yeah. and i was telling him how many kids we had yeah he was like how many kids do you have in your school and i said like i don't know maybe a hundred to 150 he's like in your freshman class? I'm like, no, in the whole school. And he's like, wow, I probably have like 300 kids just in my freshman class. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. See, I prefer a smaller school. Yeah, yeah. I don't and want – I can just imagine the hallways there. Oh, my – well, not even just the hallways. I mean, just like just the the craziness of a yeah. huge, huge school. So uh, I went to grade school and middle school and a small rural school. Like we had 20 kids in my class, and the whole school overall is like, you know, 80 – 90 kids like okay. the whole middle school right and so uh and i liked it because the class sizes were small you were pretty much friends with everybody because yeah. of the just the nature of it just a small rural school everybody knows everybody uh and then i go up move, you know move up to high school which still you know comparatively to other schools like centennial or urbana or whatever uh is a small school so you know our school had maybe 400 plus kids 
but still, you pretty much knew every. There wasn't a stranger. You pretty much knew everybody for the most part, just because yeah. of the size, you know, and uh, proximity of everybody. But so I, so I, I think a smaller school environment is better for me anyway. I enjoy it more. So yeah, I think you get more out of it. Well, yeah, and that's. I mean, you're a people person. I think all three of us are would be qualified as people. People, mm, not Johnny. No, we're working on him though. We're working on him. You, you kind of are. Well, I'm, you used to be. The way I classify a people person is Somebody find a random person people. in public and be like, hey, what's up? Hi. Okay, so See, that's Matt. That's yeah. me. I Matt would totally Matt. do that. Matt and would I'm, just pick I'm a I'm kind person. of a toned-down version of that. Yeah. A toned-down version, toned version of I'm that. I'm the stay as far <laughs> as away from everyone as possible. See, well, we got to work on that because— And you didn't used to be that way. Yeah. When he was little, he did not know a stranger. He yeah. would talk to people like— when we were getting groceries or whatever and stuff, and you just start talking to people. And then middle school came, <laughs> and the insecurities rolled in. Oh, see, we're gonna make let's make this a little counseling session. No, please. No. <laughs> but no, I think, and it's not even just. I mean, I guess there's some things that you know, some insecurities that set in in, in that middle school, that adolescent stage or whatever, and everybody everybody deals with that and has that. But I think also also you just you know your personality kind of changes you kind of solidify a little bit of like you know who you are and what you you know how comfortable you are with yourself and stuff like that so i think you can you can either choose to kind of withdraw from you know groups and withdraw from people or you can choose to kind of be comfortable with who you are and you know kind of go out there and be who you are so i think you're still for the most part you're still in that stage where you're kind of learning who you are who god wants you to be who god made you to be what you're talented at and what you're skilled at i think you have an awesome a lot of potential to really impact people. You just have to talk to them. So, yeah, I know as far as I, you know, like I like to see myself as a people person. Uh, I, people give me a hard time and joke around, but you know, when we go on vacation and stuff, I can just strike up a conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we were out at, um, gosh, a couple years ago, we went to, uh, we went to Florida and we spent a day in Clearwater beach. Okay. So we were out at the beach, which is gorgeous. But we were out swimming and stuff, and I kind of wanted to see how far you could go out before you kind of looked, you know, couldn't touch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we were going out. I was heading out there, and there was a guy just kind of chilling, swimming out there. And all of a sudden, we just strike up a conversation. And before you knew it, I had spent like 45 minutes talking to this guy, and I knew everything about his life. I'm, I'm like not <laughs> yeah. even joking. Yeah. Like ex believe his you. business, his yeah. interests, his hobby, I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, the guy practically gave me his phone number before we left. I mean, it was yeah. just – it's just neat to get to talk to people, and he didn't give me his phone number, by the way. But oh. it's just neat to meet people and talk it's to the, people. Uh, we were on an escalator or something, uh, leaving a park or an amusement park or whatever, and uh, there's this person from Europe, and I heard the accent. I'm like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a cool accent. Where are you from? And all of a sudden, we strike up a conversation, and yeah. Ashley's like, okay, how do you do that? Like, how do you just talk <laughs> yeah. to people? And it's because I have no filter, so yep. I just talk, and it just doesn't matter. And some people respond well to that. Some people are like who are you get lost you know it just <laughs> yeah. depends you know you got to kind of roll the dice and roll with it so but uh but i think god builds that into certain people and everybody's different right. so not everybody's going to be able to strike up a conversation out of nowhere like that some people are going to be a little bit more withdrawn or whatever but you know god still puts it on the inside of you to to be outgoing and to talk to people and you know so anyway yeah So anyway, and about seconds of silence. <laughs> uh, but one of the other things we've got coming up 
So we've got school that's starting up for most of our students. You know, mm-hmm. Johnny, uh, if everything goes well, it's going to start school here pretty quick. <laughs> but uh, we've got school starting up for most of our students. And we talked in, uh, in youth group last night. Well, at the time of this recording, uh, we talked in youth group last week about um, our our friends list. And we talked about our the, the friends that we are close with and how God wants us to be, what kind of friend God wants us to be, and how we can be an enc- not just an encouragement, but to um, essentially carry carry people to Jesus, you know, in a manner of speaking, by sharing the gospel with them. And um, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be outgoing to do that. You just have to be willing to be brave enough to strike up a conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things we talked about, and we'll talk more about it um, this Wednesday night as far as, you know, sharing your faith with people, you know, is there... You know, are your the friends that you have? Is their name written in the book of life? Is your name written in the book of life? Because that's the that's the list that really matters. You know, mm. is if your name is written in that book, and are you going to go to heaven when you die? And that's a some people don't want to try to answer that question. Some people just want to ignore it and want to just live their lives. And uh, it's a super important question, especially if you're friends with these people. You want to know where they're. You know, you want them to know where they're going when they die. So mm. uh, it can be intimidating, but at the same time. It's uh, it's very necessary. Something that we need to do, especially as the school year gets started, because we're, you know, our students are going to have, going to be in uh, contact and around tons and tons of people yep. each and every day at school, sports, all kinds of stuff. So it's an awesome opportunity to to share your faith and to kind of take a step out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but that's kind of what that's one of the things we shared last week in youth group. But yeah, I think when, um. I think we have seen some new kids come into youth group over the course of the summer. A lot we have, of new yes. kids. And you always kind of worry when school starts, there's there's the one side where it is, an op- like you said, an awesome opportunity for them to share right. and be a witness. But there's also that flip side of um, them going back into old habits, you know, falling away. Absolutely And then right. there's also just middle of the road where they just kind of, keep on doing what they're doing they don't really go either way which i mean is that just as bad as going in back in your own habits yeah so yeah if you're what do they say if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards yeah you know and that's how a relationship with jesus needs to be if you're not progressing in your relationship if you're not and we aren't none of us are perfect obviously oh, yeah. but if you're not moving forward in that relationship if you're not striving to be to to you know be all you can be and your relationship with God, then you're essentially you're you're falling behind. You're right. moving back. Um, and the other thing is, and we see in Revelation when it says, uh, "I wish you were either hot or cold, but because you're neither, I spit you out of my mouth." I mean, mm-hmm. so just riding the fence and just kind of just getting by, God doesn't put up with that. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of a sobering statement for us as believers because, you know, some of us just like that we don't like to you know rock the boat. We don't like to make any waves. You know, make anybody uncomfortable. We just kind of want to go along to get along because that's how I used to be. I mean, that kind of defined my high school career. I didn't have any enemies. You know, I had some good friends and stuff, but I was one of those guys that's kind of a go along to get along kind of person. I didn't make any waves, whatever. Now that granted, most the vast majority of my high school career was pre-salvation. It was before I got saved, before I accepted Jesus into my heart. Uh, and so we've got to take that for what it is. But that's just the kind of person I am. But as mm. believers, we're supposed to be boat rockers. <laughs> you yeah. know, we're supposed to be people that yeah. stir things up and and uh, uh, are bold mm-hmm. for the things of God. So, and that's not always easy to do. You know, yeah. sometimes that's intimidating. So, 
I think Johnny, I think, can speak to that. Sometimes that can be intimidating to be bold for Christ, especially depending on your personality type as well. I think sometimes that plays a factor too. So, yeah, I like I try to talk to some people. I don't really go anywhere except school. So school is like the only place I have to talk to people about God and stuff. And so I was talking to this one of my friends and they I asked him like are are you saved like where do you think you're going after you after you die and he said well I'm not sure if I'm going to heaven but I'm definitely not going to hell <laughs> I'm like there's no in between right <laughs> you need to know which one and so we just talked and uh he didn't like pray the prayer of salvation like right there but he was like he he basically said, I'm going to go home and, like, reevaluate and just, like, oh, wow. think about it a little bit. That's awesome, man. Yeah, That's pretty so. cool. Now, have you had – now, was this last year at school? Or was this over the summer? It may have been a couple years couple ago. A couple years ago. It may so have been Now, is this, is this kid still coming to school? Is um, he still in your school? No, he went to a different school. Oh, but okay. we so still keep in touch with, like, I was going to ask. Yeah, I was, I'd be kind of curious if you still keep in touch where he's at with that because that's awesome. that's kind of an easy cop outline well, i'm going to go reevaluate right, and then yeah. they don't ever intend yeah. to so. yeah which you've done your job by sharing yeah you've done your job by striking up that conversation planting and watering that seed and you know that seed of faith you know it's up to god to draw them and it's up to them to answer you yeah. know so but still i'd be interested in following up to see if you know, if you talk to him and see what he where he's at now and what yeah. you know, if there's been any changes in his faith. So Yeah. And I remember one night you gave a message of something like it was it was about it's sorta of like tonight about our friends, but it was a couple months ago and you were like you ended it off with like if your friend died tomorrow, do you know do they know where they would be going afterwards? Yeah. And so I like texted a bunch of my friends and asked them that, like, are awesome. you sure you're going to heaven? And most of them said yes. And then just sort of cut me off and changed the subject. But like some yeah. of them were like, oh, I'm not sure. And then I sort of talked to them. But yeah. the other thing, not only does that open up conversations, but that also lets them know where you stand. Yeah. And so they know in two or three months, and I've, I've heard of this happen, I've had it happen, you know, they might be going through something and all of a sudden they're like, you know what, Johnny asked me this. Mm-hmm. He's somebody I can go to. So they're going to text you. They're going to say, hey, you remember when you asked me this? Well, I've been going through a lot. My family's been going through a lot. And now I'm like questioning, like I'm curious about all this stuff. What can, you know, what is God, what can God do for me in this situation or, or whatever, you know, what have you. Um, and then they're going to be able to, but they're going to know they're going to know where you stand. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to become a resource for them when they need, when the, when the time comes, you know, and that's okay too. So as long as they know where you stand and that you're there and available for them, you know, I've had people do that before too. Well, they'll just call up almost out of nowhere. Like, you remember when? Yeah. And uh, No, I don't, but <laughs> I'm glad you remember. And, you know, I'm here for you. Let's pray. Let's talk about it. Let's talk it out. So it's amazing the impact you have on people. Sometimes you don't even know. So just the fact that you were willing to be used by God to do that is phenomenal that's really cool man props uh before we close out the podcast this week uh, one of the other things i want to talk about something we've got coming up this saturday as a matter of fact so as you're listening to this uh hopefully take this week and pray for if all goes well and zach gets it done we'd love we'd love to have your prayers this week we've got an event coming up it's one of our bigger events that we put on as a youth group and we've done it since uh since i came on staff it's called the gathering 
it's and we don't bill it as a back to school event necessarily but it's essentially i mean it, we always do it towards the beginning of the school year so it's kind of for all intents and purposes a back to school event mm-hmm. but it's just a fun evening we invite other youth groups out uh invite students from the community and uh you know encourage students to invite their friends and stuff and we'll have you know a couple of hours of food and games uh and it's just kind of every year is a little bit different <clears throat> We've never really had a set thing. Here's how it goes. We've always been kind of open. We've done a couple of movie nights for the gathering. We've done speakers. We've done worship nights. We've done we've done all kinds of stuff. Well, this year, I wanted to do a little bit different, so we're actually doing a street thing. We're doing it out on the street, uh, downtown St. Joe, and uh, it'll be on Lincoln Street, and we've got a stage we're going to be putting together. We've got a company coming in, putting a stage out, so we're going to have our worship night out on the street. Our speaker that we're bringing in this year is Zach Musida, and uh, he's actually a... Uh, I guess you'd call him a street magician, but he's an illusionist and he's going to do some really cool things for us and uh, really cool tricks. But he's got an awesome testimony. He's a reformed, or reformed, a converted Muslim uh, who came to faith in Jesus Christ. And he uses these uh, illusions and card tricks and just different fun things to kind of draw people in to his testimony and to his story. And it's just mm-hmm. really, really cool. Something he's been doing since he was a kid. And I'm very excited to see, uh, very excited to hear him speak and, and to see kind of how he engages with the students that are there. But uh, that's coming up Saturday, August, this Saturday, August 26th, and I am super, super excited about it. Uh, We've got some local vendors that are going to be bringing food out, and uh, so I'm just stoked. Hope we have a good turnout, and uh, so everybody listening to this podcast, all six or seven of you, (laughs) (laughs) or I mean hundreds, hundreds, yeah, uh, all of you listening out, so we would love your prayers. We would love for you to pray for us this Saturday. There's a whole lot that has gone into this. And as we uh, get closer to the time, uh, obviously Friday and Saturday are going to be pretty packed with um, getting stuff out there to the street and preparation and setting stuff up, you know, audio and lighting and all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, it'll be really cool. I know our worship team's excited about it. They enjoy worship, uh, you know, uh, leading worship for a bigger group of people. Obviously, that's kind of neat rather, uh, rather than our kind of our normal uh, youth gathering. It'll be a bigger it'll be a bigger event. So I know our youth team's excited. Our youth worship team is excited about that. And uh, I think just having it out on the street the way we're going to have it is really cool. So we'll have El Toro have food out there. We'll have pizza out there from Yummy Tummy. We'll have – I talked to Kyle and Kathy Gashink, coffee and tea house. They're going to have coffee and ice cream. We're going to have all that rolling for you. Actually, they're staying open. They're not even usually open in the evenings uh, on Saturdays, but they're actually going to stay open, open up for us to do that. So pretty stoked about that. That's cool. So anyway, yeah, so I have a lot of good stuff. It'll just be a lot of fun. It's just a blast to get together with people. Some of the groups that are coming are groups that we go to summer scream with. So it's kind of like we get to see them again. So it's a lot of fun. I'm pretty stoked about it. Very excited about it. And, uh, so that's coming up this Saturday. So we would love to have your prayers on that and, uh, we appreciate it very much. And we'll have some, some cool pictures and some different things to show you after the event and kind of let you know how it went. So, But uh, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. Johnny, thank you for being here and and chilling with us, telling us about your vacation and and everything. And uh, we appreciate you all for listening. And uh, we love you. We'll see you later.